Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hello and welcome to Surviving the Mandemic. Episode number 12. It is the podcast about being in your late 30s and single and pretty much having a love-hate relationship with the dating apps and a little bit of everything in between. So here we are. Welcome, welcome. It's been another week of fun and games. (laughs) Oh, too many stories to share. We are going to start with something quite relevant at the moment. As we all know, we've had the Love Island final, if you're in the UK, because I know I do have a lot of listeners um, across the board. I've got a lot of listeners in the US, actually. So hi, guys, because I absolutely love the States. I love visiting. I love going there on holiday. I love the people. I love the energy. I love the vibe. Um, so we just had the UK final of Love Island and I said it from the beginning. I should have put a bet on it, actually. I knew Ekinsu and Davide were going to do amazing. I knew they were going to win. Anyway, I've always been a big fan of the show. I've actually applied to be on it, obviously. <laughs> Not at my age now, but, you know, a few years back when it first came out. I just never quite made the cut. But you can imagine how excited I was. You will not believe I had a um, TV casting researcher slide into the DMs and ask me if I would be interested in Love Island over 30s. So obviously I was absolutely buzzing. I was like, sign me up. I would do that tomorrow. And the thing is, guys, as well, I just want to say that, you know, Love Island's amazing. We all love it. But how amazing would it be to actually watch older people date because they kind of know more what they're looking for, more what they want. They've got more life experience. How amazing would it be? I've said it for years. So there's me getting so excited. I'm thinking, oh my God, this is it. This is my time. This is what I've been waiting for. 
So, yeah, so I, I told her that and she said, oh, the casting manager really wants to get you involved and the team would like to interview you in the next couple of weeks. So I'm like, oh, my God, that's amazing. She asks for my email. Um, she said that we'll email more information later this week and then the interviews will commence soon. So I'm so, so excited. Then she starts asking me, do I use the Telegram app? Because the casting manager was hoping to have an introduction to me before the interview. And funny enough, long story, I do have that app. For those of you who don't know, it's like a, it's another kind of messaging app, basically. And I do have that. So I'm like, yeah, sure. And then she gives me the name of the producer. I'm to message him. And I do say, I'm a bit like a Telegram app. Sorry, but where's the Zoom call? Do you know what I mean? Like... Where's the official email? Where's the Zoom call? And I am like, sorry, I'm not being funny, but is this a hoax? Like, how do I know this is even real? Because her profile as well is just kind of selfies of her. There's nothing really to do with, you know, what she does for TV. I'm like, what company do you work for? And um, she's she was a bit defensive. She said, I'm legit and I take my job seriously. And I'm like, okay, great. I'll just wait for the official email to come through. Anyway, in the meantime, I messaged this guy on Telegram and um, she also sends me pictures of like some other guys and girls that they've got lined up and then she's like, let me know if you've got any questions and then she's like, would you like any of these people and I'm like, yeah, like, you know. <laughs> anyway, so I messaged this guy on Telegram and again, all very weird He's not on any social media. Sorry, but I've spoken to TV casting directors in the past and they've all, they're all they all on Instagram because that's where they find the people to do the shows. And he wasn't on Instagram. You know, he wasn't really kind of giving much away. And yeah, he started asking me out. And I was like, this is very unprofessional. And he was like, oh, don't tell anyone, but you're really my type. And I was like, okay, great, but am I going to be on Love Island over 30s? <laughs> Do you know what I mean? I was like, sorry, but that's lovely. And his picture, I mean, he was hot. But I was like, yeah, but I want to do the show. So if I date you, is that going to risk my chance of being on the show? Because I want to be on the show. I want to find my husband because it has happened, guys. There are a lot of very successful couples who have gone on to be married, have babies from Love Island. And then part of me was like, well, shall I go for a drink with him? I don't know. Anyway, the more and more he was messaging me, the more unprofessional he was being. And I was just like, no, this is not right. And I was just like, I'm sorry, I really don't believe you. Like until I get an email from that show, you know, this little drink has got to be on pause. <laughs> and you know what? He blocked me from Telegram because he knew. So that was a little Love Island scam because do you know what they do? They must search. The thing is, what I can't work out, I was talking to my friends about it, what I can't work out is what do they gain out of it? Is it going to be a catfish that meets me for a drink? Like, I didn't really, because I thought, oh, if they start asking me for money or to pay a fee or something like that, then, of course, I'm not stupid. That would be a scam. But what was he trying to get out of there? 
you know, surely he can get a date another way. So God help me if I'm completely wrong about this and the email comes in and I've ruined all of my chances <laughs> of being on the show. I mean, can you even imagine? But my gut is saying it was lies. So here we are, absolutely gutted. I felt like I got so close, but so far to finding that husband. Also, just to um, caveat on that, I've decided to stop dating to marry. And what I mean by that is, instead of like agreeing to go on dates because I think that they might be my future husband and they tick all the boxes, I just actually want to date to go on dates and meet people and, you know, hopefully find the one. Of course, that is the end goal. But I'm trying not to date to marry. <laughs> and um, my favourite podcaster, Tinks, which I've told you about in season one, absolutely adore her. Yes, she did a whole podcast episode of it and she inspired me. So here we are, not dating to marry anymore. We are just dating as a normal person. <laughs> so the next topic I want to discuss, and I want to ask you, and please do DM me with your answers. I want to know what is the worst thing you've seen on a dating app? And I'll tell you mine. The very worst thing that I saw on a dating app was my ex-boyfriend. <laughs> and I'm not talking about an ex that you've dated and it didn't last or you dated for a short period of time and then they went back on because that's still a bit of a punch in the face, isn't it? But no, I'm talking about an ex-boyfriend that you actually lived with and moved country for. When they pop up after five years, Wow. Interesting. And it's really interesting because most of the photos of him I took. So not only is he using photos from, you know, which are five years old, I took them. <laughs> Always the greatest photographer, so my friends tell me. So I will take it as a compliment. Um, but yeah, good luck to him. Good for him. And at least he wasn't there, you know, a week after we broke up. You know, it only took him five years. So it's funny how they pop up. And I would love to know what your worst thing is. So please do share. Send me a message. Of course, as always, it will remain anonymous. And I'd love to know. The next thing I want to talk about is girl code. Now, as much as I love men and I'm looking for the dream guy... I am a girl's girl. That is who I am. And if a girl messages me a question, I'm going to be there for her. If a girl messages me asking for advice in the fashion industry, I'm going to give her the tips and tricks to get in. I'm going to give her the list of my agents. That is just who I am. And one day I get a message from this lovely girl who asks me how I know of this guy and I tell her that we matched on an app and we had been messaging but it didn't really go anywhere, we hadn't yet got to the date, we were just messaging back and forth, he travels a lot for work so it kind of hadn't had happened yet 
And she goes on to tell me that he is, in fact, her boyfriend of 18 months. Now, first of all, what is wrong with people? I mean, this is just so heartbreaking. And I hear so many stories like this. And I I hear of married men being on the apps. And I just think it's absolutely disgusting. But it does happen and it is out there. And you know what? I messaged this girl straight away and I told her exactly when we'd been messaging. It had happened like a year ago and we'd been back and forth a few times and it just hadn't really gone anywhere. And I told her straight up because why would I not? This poor girl has obviously found out her boyfriend has been cheating on her and I just had to tell her I'm not going to ignore it. And she was obviously piecing together all the lies and trying to work out what, when and where. So, yeah. And do you know what's really sad is it's happened a few times. But I just remember this one girl and she was just so sweet. She was like, our families knew each other. We were planning to get married. And I felt bad. And the thing is, I hadn't even done anything wrong. I'd just met a guy on an app, exchanged numbers and was messaging him. And this hot, this guy was living a complete lie. Do you know what? This happened about six months ago. And do you know what's really funny? Is the same guy popped up again on the apps. And I just thought, you liar. And I stood well clear of him. I done followed him on Instagram and everything. But I'm assuming it all ended in tears. Uh, because there he was, back on the apps. Back on there, probably telling more porky pies. So there we have it. So I'm all about girl code, everybody. Just want you to know that. I will always, always have a girl's back. Every single time. And I'd like to know what you would do. Would you message the girl back? Or would you ignore it? You know, how much information would you give this girl? Because also, you're putting yourself out there. So then it could also turn into a big drama back and forth. And, you know, sometimes we don't even have time these days to message our friends back let alone get into some big conversation with a stranger but on this occasion the girl was really appreciative and you know she got the answers she was looking for and then that was that but what I'd also like to know is if you were the girlfriend would you message the girl I've thankfully never had to do that but I wonder if I would Would I have the balls to reach out to that girl and say, listen, how do you know my boyfriend? What's gone on? Because in a way as well, if I've got some proof already, I'm just the sort of person that's like, well, it is what it is. It's done. There's nothing I can do. I just suppose it would put your mind at rest, wouldn't it, to get that information. But does it put your mind at rest or does it make you feel worse about yourself? You know, it's a real tough one. But I would love to know what you think. As always, DM me at Surviving the Mandemic. Also, let me know if you've been in a similar situation because I am sure that there are hundreds of stories out there like this one. Next up, I want to talk about fun dates. Where to go on fun dates? What amazing ideas do we have to make it less nerve-wracking and, you know, just break the ice a little bit? Do you know I've actually been on a date once where a guy threw... He took... (laughs) He took a handful of ice... (laughs) I mean, honestly. He took a handful of ice out of the ice bucket that our bottle of wine was sat in... And he threw it on the floor and he went, there you go, now we've broken the ice. I mean, 
that's a great start to the date, right? I was like, okay then, hon, good for you. So obviously, we all love to go to a good old pub on a first date. And a lot of feedback I've received is that is also when I've spoken about going on dinner dates in the past, a lot of girls just like to go to like a nice chilled bar or, um, you know, a local pub, something like that for a first date. But I have also been on some fun dates to places like Crazy Golf. Actually, wait, I've got a funny story about Crazy Golf. I think it was a second date. So we'd already met and here we are at Crazy Golf. Now, I must admit, I don't think I'm the greatest at it, but I will always give it a go. It's one of them, you know, when you go bowling and you you suddenly get all the strikes and you're like, oh, wow, this is potluck, but I look amazing right now. So I think it's a bit hit and miss, literally, with crazy golf for me, because I've only done it a few times. So there I am trying to be all cute and flirting and, oh, can you help me with this one? <laughs> oh, this one's real tricky. <laughs> anyway there's me across the way I've done something like really embarrassing so I'm trying to like style it out and laugh at myself and as I look at him he's getting ready to take his next shot and he's so serious really concentrating on the ball trying to line it up and all of that I mean literally you would have thought this guy was getting ready for the US Open (laughs) I am not joking, so there's me like, oh, you know, yeah, so funny, I'm so crap at this. And he didn't even care. He was so intent on winning. And when I say I didn't lose by a little bit, I lost by a mile. It was embarrassing. I mean, I'm pretty sure at one point I swung so hard that I nearly knocked out one of the waitresses behind me. So, you know, it was... Yeah, it was, I was entertaining, he was not. (laughs) I mean, who takes crazy golf seriously? Like, really? If you really want to treat it as a serious sport, go with the boys. Don't go on a date. Never again. Crazy golf. I mean, it's a laugh, but I think I was the only one laughing. Another good idea is to play ping pong at bounce. Again, would be great if you've got some sort of coordination to be good at it because blokes do just get competitive, don't they? So that's another one. Another great idea is to hire a Boris bike and just cycle around London. That could be a laugh. That's a good one. Obviously, if you're not in London, you know, do find another version, hire a bike, go cycling around the countryside. One of my favourites is to literally pick an area and do a bar crawl. I always have the most fun on those because you just go bar hopping and it's really fun and it's not too awkward because you're always moving on. I've had some really good dates doing that. So I hope they help. And as always, do let me know if you've got any other ideas. And I would love to hear them and share because we just need to make the dating game fun, don't we? Let's not take it too seriously. Let's enjoy the process and let's just have fun. So I hope you have enjoyed this week's episode of Surviving the Mandemic. I cannot wait to come back again next week. Thank you as always for your continuous support. Don't forget to rate, review and subscribe. And I'll speak soon, babes.
Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.